Hello, this is Hannah from Red Handed. Would you like to watch something scary? Like, really scary. So scary you'll hide behind the sofa. Then you need Shudder. Shudder offers everything from the latest releases like The Boy Behind the Door and Psycho Gorman to untouchable favourites like The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. Polygon describes Shudder as a horror movie paradise. And they aren't wrong. Shudder is the ultimate collection of classic and original horror which pushes boundaries and showcases original storytelling with something new to watch every week. It's available right now ad-free and on demand through all of the platforms you already use. Sign up now at Shudder.com. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com. Shudder. So good, it's scary. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is the Black Millennium Marriage (laughs) Podcast. I'm Mikey. I'm Randy. And this is episode 46, Hypothetically, of course. Before we get started, we have some listener feedback we wanted to share. Yes. Um, I'm really excited about this episode, first of all, let me just say, because when we get into hypotheticals, we kind of do the most. So this should be fun. And we haven't talked about these questions. We just got the questions. Yeah. But we have very vivid imaginations. (laughs) Yes. And and dark humor. So this should go very much like how I expect it to go. (laughs) Yep. Uh, But before we get into it, uh, we have a voicemail we want to share. We're going to share that voicemail, but we have two birthday shout outs. Yes, we do. Um, and these are Patreon supporters? Yes. So Patreon supporters get birthday shout outs and at a certain tier, they get birthday cards. Mm-hmm. So we have two people we're going to shout out. I'm going to do the first one. Rain is going to do the second one because I love you. Oh, first that's one. Slick. <laughs> Sky Mendez, <laughs> whose birthday was May 22nd and turned 23. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And Yasmin Gabriel, whose birthday was May 20th mm, and she also, turned 27. That's good. Um, I wish her happy birthday because Yasmin was my friend first before she got on the podcast. Really? But then she did the, um, she joined our Patreon family. And I was like, oh shit. She joined our Patreon family. We owe her a shout out. Yeah, so, we're yeah. like friends, friends. So we apologize for the belated birthday shout outs, y'all. But happy birthday. Happy birthday. We appreciate it. All right. Getting into this episode. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs> we hope you enjoy. OMG, Mikey and Randy, what up, though? Okay, so this is Rika, Carlos from Nashville. I've left you guys a voicemail before a couple of months ago, but I uh, just finished listening to the mini episode, uh, Mother's Day edition. I mean, kudos to you, Mikey. That's are doing that more often, giving the moms just some time and, and giving them that uh, pass for a day, even if it's for a few hours. I think that is awesome. Uh, just to share a little bit about my experience with that. My husband has done that a couple of times or two, but I'm in a sorority, so I take advantage of having that personal time by always saying that it's a sorority event. <laughs> so that's usually my clue to say, hey, I just need some time for me to do things for me, just my fun stuff and not have to be mommy on 1000. Let me just be 999 mommy for just a little bit. So uh, that's like my keyword. but he has done something very similar in that he's allowed me to be away. Uh, it reminded me of a time where I wanted so bad to get all my moms, my stepmom, my mother-in-law, and my biological mom. I know that's odd, but I wanted to get all of us together for a Mother's Day trip, just drive out to Memphis and just hang out. You know, everything was on me, except for maybe a meal or two, because I ain't balling like that. But I just couldn't get everybody on the same page, so it ended up being just my biological mom and I, which was cool. My dad drove her up. We did massages. We went out to eat. Um, But I had a moment with my husband that was so sincere, and it was something that stuck with me. But... He told me something very similar to what Mikey shared with you was that he loved you and he understood now what it meant to be a mom. And I I think the kids were around, the twins were maybe five and the oldest was maybe seven, somewhere around there. I'm not really sure, but he just had a different outlook of what my role as a mom was. Because, yes, we do a great job as parenting, too, but there is just a lot more expected of me on behalf of my children um, that he doesn't really see because he doesn't really think about looking for something like that. He just assumes, hey, you're 
you're the mom. Do do your mom thing, and I'm gonna do the dad thing. Um, but it was it was really nice and sincere, and I loved it. And I that will forever be with me. So you guys keep it up. Love you guys so much. I absolutely play this if you want, but I just. I just love you guys. You guys are amazing. Hey, baby Drew. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sowing with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yes, y'all. So she's referencing a mini episode. Um. And that there's some updates coming with that, but yeah, thank you. Uh, she was. It was in reference to uh, our Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yeah. Okay. Randy's yeah. Uh, day off, my day on. Yeah, where Randy had a break and got to go drink heavily. I did not drink with her heavily. sister. I had two. Yeah, the the goal was I wanted you to drink heavily. My tolerance, um, y'all, is plummeted. <laughs> and I had to watch <laughs> Drew. So yeah, but that was really nice. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Actually, I want to respond directly to her story though, like. Yeah. For what she just said. I'm just trying to like find a point. Um, first of all, shout out to your husband because that shit ain't easy. What? They, they said, she said they got multiple kids. Yeah. I think she had three. Nah. He's I don't mean father. nah like that's not how many kids she got. I mean nah like nah. He's a father. Mom's mad kids. All the time. Dads do it all the time. They do. They do. <laughs> um, yeah, Mikey said he done. I don't know. He Somebody going to have to convince me. We're going to have to do an episode called Convince Me. Somebody got to walk baby. me through it. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy that you could relate. And I, I saw, like I said, and I think in the mini episode, there's a theme we saw on uh, Mother's Day that fathers took the kids and sent the moms away. Because mm-hmm. that's really what we want. Send us away with some money and some food. <laughs> and then tell us you respect us when we come back. Nah, the wave gonna change. Soon it's gonna be something else. But well, at least for this time, it was that thing. But thank you so much. Um, ironically, I think that uh, it's I have a love story, and I think it's hers that I'm gonna share. Really, I believe it's hers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that wasn't planned. It really wasn't. That's what's up. It wasn't planned. All right. <laughs> this is episode 46 of the Black Millennium Marriage Podcast. Yes. Hypothetically, of course. Yes. And guess who it's sponsored by? By the good folks at Patreon. Rockefeller Record. Oh no. Patreon. You're stupid. Got you. Uh, the Black Millennial Marriage Patreon features additional content like Randy's blog post about being a wife, mom, woman, and writer, Mikey's Daddy Journals, additional mini and bonus episodes, early access to what's going on with our family, and more. If this sounds like something you might be into, you could join for as little as $3 a month. <laughs> Check us out on, what is it, baby? Patreon.com slash Black Millennial Marriage. Or go to www.patreon.com oh and search in the search bar Black Millennial Marriage. We will pop up. In this episode, Paul Chapman. Good. Oh, we are going to talk about six, six scenarios, scenarios that we put together. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about six scenarios that we put together. Actually, for the, the majority of them were given to us by our Patreon family. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to end up starting a fight. And Randy's going to end up revealing her plans to murder me and my entire family. So, <laughs> for all of those listening, please save this, epi- this episode as police evidence. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up with a fight or flight and end it <laughs> off with some always appreciated PDA. But before we get into it. You all in the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have big lips. I know. You like them? Why are you sitting like that? Mikey, Paul, Mikey. Huh? What? Do you want to complain Yeah, so we're night? doing our, our sex challenge has started. And uh-huh. so, yeah. Mikey, <laughs> so you're so extra. <laughs> Before I get it into did. it. We two for two. We had, we are, y'all. We on day three. Day, you know, you know, on like diets and stuff that day three be like, woo. <laughs> so we need to have sex. <laughs> Before midnight. It is currently 10, 16 p.m. Oh, we straight. Are we? Yeah, daddy only needs five Juice sleep. So we may have to do it. You, you. Daddy only needs To what? satisfy you. Daddy you know only needs what? That highlights my skill. What did that you That don't say? make it sound like I'm bad. <laughs> that just make it sound like, oh, he know what he doing. Not, oh, no. But before we get into it, we have a love story <laughs> for me, y'all. It's my love story week. All right. What's your love story about, baby? This this episode has Patreon written all over it because, ironically, um, we're actually trying to do an episode with our Patreon family. Um, just, you know, to highlight them because we really like them. I mean, like anybody who wants to join that, 
patreon.com slash black women America. <laughs> I love you. But anyway, we're she, building um, a community, man. Yeah. So this is from Sharika. Um, it's about her and her husband. She sent a love story and I'm going to read it because I liked it. I what liked you got? It. So um, she said this was a love story. She posted, uh, I think for Valentine's Day, but she added some things to it and I can paraphrase, but I don't think I will. So she says 17 years ago, she was super giddy because I'm just going to read it what she said. 17 years ago, I was super giddy because we were going on our first date as an official couple. I had my outfit laid out, makeup going, and the best feeling any girl could have. Mm-hmm. It even took forever to get ready, but I didn't care. He was worth the extra work. I even wore a skirt for him. I hated my legs, and he shared that ah, it was his favorite part of me. So for access. this occasion, why not? He was two hours late, and I was oh, serious. Shit. I mean, yeah, I stayed dressed for an hour waiting for him. I called and called. It sounded like your barber. You and your barber relationship. And you and see she waited text. and now they married <laughs> and happy. And even text, which cost back in my day, but no response from him. I do remember when text used to cost. Remember that? A lot of people don't remember that. No, nah, I had to wait till cost. after six. That shit was free. Yeah. Or after nine, wasn't it? I thought it was nine. The calls were free after nine or yeah. something. The text was free after six. Something yeah. like that. I remember that. Oh, I used to have units. Anyway, no Ew. call or warning. <laughs> I got in dress for bed and tapped out of a 12-day long relationship. The doorbell rang. I refused to see him. Told my mom to send him away. Daddy came and talked to me, but my stubborn butt wasn't going. About 30, after about 30 minutes of convincing, I walked out to my parents' living room in PJs and a headscarf. <laughs> Face still made up. With oh, she a running. <laughs> I got it. Face still made up, and this fine man stood up with such a sweetest and endearing look on his face. He'd filled my parents' sofa with oversized stuffed animals, chocolates, cards, purses, and so much more. We went purses. out to dinner. <laughs> purses. Purses. Purses? Yes. Fuck you, purses. You need multiple purses. You need a clutch. You need a big purse. You need oh, a little no. purse. How old was they? I mean, how old were they? It, just, it doesn't say. It don't matter. You need purses for like occasions, sir. Uh, okay. Jay Z got Beyonce like purses. Remember back in the day when they they're billionaires. Them? Either way, uh huh. Purses are are a good thing. They sell mad purses at like Rainbow. I get we you went purses. out to don't shut up. We went out to you. dinner and it was the most memorial night of my life. Granted, we were super late for the restaurant, but they accepted us anyway and allowed us to enjoy the evening. I later learned that he was getting money from his parents, brother, aunts, uncles, whoever, to ensure he could do what he wanted from me. And doing so, it took time to plead, convince, and coerce them to give them money. I think his mom gave him $100 to purchase cigarettes and allow him to keep the change. That's funny. But he still <laughs> needed to go to the store and purchase the items and have money for dinner. It was a lot. Now, three kids later, a crazy amount of workload and kids' agendas paired with something of a social life side. Any and every time we can get together is worth it. Whether it's IHOP, Red Robbers, or Popeyes, he finds a way in the midst of frustration and defeat to make us feel warm and fuzzy. And she thanks, she thanks him for the experience and for the life that they now have together. That was a good story. It was. Thank you. I like them. So much. Oh, he a real one. Yeah. He, he better than me. Thank you. <laughs> it was good. So that's my love story. She came downstairs in a scarf. Yes, because listen. It's supposed to be a date. This is what happens when you late. It was only two hours. My- <laughs> what was the excuse? She she left out some key parts of the story no, that are very she interesting. She said he had to go buy all the stuff. Oh, that's got, what took yeah. him so long. Ah. He was getting money and he had to go buy all the stuff to get her. Uh, where are they from? Um, she said Nashville. I think I really think this is her that left the voicemail. That's funny. I get it. Do you? Yeah. So why? You no, know, you can't be mad at somebody like that. You can. You'd still be mad at me. You no. You'd still be mad. At me. That's, a, <laughs> that's a terrible question. Like right. you couldn't think about this brand, this grand idea two days ago, so that you wouldn't be late. I would have. Yeah, you would have been on time. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful story. That is a beautiful story. Please yeah. continue to Stay work married. on that story, build on that story, yeah. die together. I like that. I'm it assuming like, they're black. Yeah, yes, man. Yes, black love. Yeah. You know a white girl named Sharika? They be trying shit. <laughs> Mikey, shut up. I'm serious. <sighs> before I before you start, uh-huh. I'm going to stop you. Real quick. I'm going to stop. I have to tell the story. No you, no, you don't. There was a girl. No, you don't. That I know. Mikey. In case she hears this, I'm not going to say her name. Paul Chapman. But she, looked, she was on the phone with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. His name was DeAndre. <laughs> was he black? And she was like, you know, bye, boo. Like, she hung up the phone, like, you know, excited. She's white. Okay. I'm like, nah, it's mad. You know, it's mad niggas out here. That's dating white girls. His name's DeAndre. She showed me a picture. Is he white? White as hell. 
His name is DeAndre? Blue-eyed, blonde hair. Jesus. DeAndre. They trying it. They are. Yeah. I mean, everybody can have any name they want, but, can but they? DeAndre? You not going to feel the way about a white kunta? We're stupid, Mikey. <laughs> All right. <I'm> <sighs> I can't. If you met a white girl named Nzinga, like, you not just <laughs> Okay. All right, okay, we have to get started we with this episode. People, people no, we are didn't. leaving us. People are still listening. Oh, okay, real quick, one more thing. Shout out to my cousin Brandon. Um, he messaged me after last week's episode. Oh yeah. Um, about the barbershop segment because he um, understood. Mikey, because it was real. Mikey, and what we have, which y'all have is, is toxic. real. It's toxic. That's okay. Everybody, your relationship can't be like you and your nigga. All right. <laughs> y'all gonna see this when I'm waving my hand at her. Because you're real judgmental. I'm right? not. Your relationship ain't even perfect. It's not. You don't even like that nigga. I like you. Sometimes. That's what I'm talking about. Are you talking about yourself? I love you. Hypothetically. I'm playing. <laughs> okay. You ready to get into these hypotheticals? I am, babe, because we gotta have sex, okay? And we playing. Uh, we will pause this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetical questions. Yes. Um, Six of them. Again, we're going to go over all six. Um. Yeah. We're going to present three apiece, and we're each going to get a chance to answer it. Yeah. All so, right. backstory. Backstory. My bad. Uh, backstory is we are stupid. <laughs> One of our Patreon members requested an episode where we talked about some hypothetical scenarios. Um, it was a few episodes back. It was not a few. It may have been like 20. No, it was a few. It was recent. We, we mentioned it a few times. We've mentioned it, it a couple of times. But Randy and I had a conversation, and it led down a path of like, destruction our hypothetical scenarios it was something that we hadn't thought deeply about but we just knew what we would do in that situation and since then randy have, randy and i have had a lot of conversations about like hypothetical things what was the conversation you got it right here oh oh well we had talked about <laughs> <laughs> what we would do if we would discovered that the other was cheating yeah and our response got dark and extremely detailed i don't even know if i remember everything we said and we hugged after I don't either, but I know if we got back into it, I'd immediately go back down that same path. I'm not sadistic. Mikey. People make decisions. (laughs) And when they make those decisions, they have to deal with the consequences of it. Now, you shouldn't hurt someone you know is insane. Mikey. You shouldn't hurt someone you know is capable of doing insane things. You should separate yourself from that person. And then go find love. Don't cheat on me. Mikey. If you want your family members to be okay. You're so, yeah, Mikey got dark, okay? And I'm like, God, how long have you been thinking about this? You I hadn't this? thought about it in a day, but I'll tell you right That's now. That's funny. I was like, I know exactly who I'm eliminating and in what order. That, y'all, that I can't wait to get most. to that question because we did All keep right. that questionnaire. Question number me? one. You hear me well, babe? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, no, you sound sexy. Okay. Lean into the mic a little bit closer. Mama needs new headphones. Patreon.com slash Black Millennium Marriage. Fucking mess. You need equipment. Just, they, just put your mouth on the mic and you'll be a little bit better. I love you so much. Stop shaking the staple. I can't try to get <laughs> Okay. Oh, this is going to be fun. All right. Scenario number one. You ready? Yes. What would you do if a woman called five years from now and said she had a 16-year-old son that was my child? I would bust out laughing. We need to put that up. Oh, I have another one. Randy, if you don't answer Sorry, you just made me think. Um, actually, no, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, it's okay. We could toss it in at the end. What would you do if a woman, what would you do if a woman do? called five years from now and so said you would that I had a 16-year-old 33, son? Damn, that means that she was pregnant when you was pregnant. That's or I cheated one. when you was pregnant. Well, ain't that what they do? 33? Wait, no. Five years from now, well, the child was 16. No, that's 10 years ago then. You'd be 17. Ooh, daddy, you can't count. You'd be 17 <laughs> yeah, when sorry. we first started dating. You also couldn't count. Don't come for me. I was. I brought up the calculator, though, to fact check. check I love and you. And you was, you was actually saying things as facts. So the scary thing about this scenario is I wait for this scenario to happen. All every day. <laughs> Y'all, he probably could have somebody out here. Now, I know the main ones around that time. <laughs> oh, no. It's not. I watched because you got to keep up with that uh, shit just to make sure. They all, some of them had babies like three years after, so I'm safe. Oh, my God. So, what would I do? Um, mm-hmm. You would have been 17. Yes. And I would have been like, hmm, that makes perfect sense. I don't know what I would do. It doesn't say, the question doesn't suggest that you knew. It just suggested the child. Well, let's is now go with 16. that. Let's say I don't. I did not know. If you didn't know, I would tell you. Um, I tell you that you had a son out here. Would you like leave me though? I think is what it like comes down to. Like you gone. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'd leave you. We started dating when you were seventeen, mm-hmm. but you were not a good person, and like I knew that. 
Like I love. I was you. a good person. You were great. Yeah. You know that Sherlock episode? He was like, he's a great man. Maybe one day he could be a good one. Mm-hmm. That's what you were. Got you. You weren't necessarily good yet, you know? So I've been like, why are you looking at me like that? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I, I want to give you the time and space to respect your answer. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think I would leave you if you didn't know. Okay. If you didn't know, I don't think I would leave you because you would have been 17, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense with the way your life was set up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely tell you. Okay. I don't know why why she would call me first and not you. To break it to you, to fuck up our, you know, union. But it's, Ain't not, that easy what y'all fuck, do? it's not easy to fuck with me. Mainly because I have crazy scenarios in my head all the time. Damn. All right. What if I knew? Oh, I'd fucking kill you. Oh, okay. Excuse me. I'm trying to stop cursing. I would kill you. <laughs> why? Promptly. Why? Because. It would mean that I'm a terrible man. Yes. I would. Yeah. And that's so trifling. That and you done had this other baby. You got this whole other child out here that's growing up fatherless. That nigga's 16. Mikey. He grown. Mikey. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are so bad. I'm sorry. I'm, in that hypothetical situation, if I did not know, I'd be like, shit, well, we that's, can hang. Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with y'all joking. Well, you're supposed to take my side and play catch? How you, how you catch up with a 16-year-old? You know how? Well, you see, you don't have much practice with high schoolers. No. I well, do. no, I do. Do you? Yeah. They don't want to be bothered. They don't. Except they're really needy, which is a really weird combination. Like to talk, though. So you they probably do. have to start by talking to them. And I, like, want to know what happened. If like, my why son she would wait? be anything like I was at 16, you dealing be. with my father, that nigga wouldn't speak to me. Mike, you were still getting letters from your dad at 16. You mm-hmm. want to talk to him. I wasn't talking to him. I was reading. Because, okay. <laughs> but neither one of us, no one knew. So I don't think he would be mad at you. That's fair. No? Like, no one knew, and she kept it to herself. Now, his mama trifling, but, you know, the scenario <laughs> and asking I'm about saying. her. Why? <laughs> and why sprinkle that in? <laughs> I love you. Okay. All right. Are you surprised by my answer? No, not really. Ten years is a big gap. <laughs> I figured you'd be like, well, damn. Okay. Yeah. It's always something with you. <laughs> well, it's cool, you know. I ain't had to pay no child support. Mikey, I kind of like, you know, I had a nice. I want to free... know, like, in alternate universe, like, why would somebody keep that a secret? Because people are trifling. People are. People are not good people. Ready for scenario two, love. All right, that's you, right? Is me? You ask it. What me. would you do mm. <laughs> if an ex? You could be specific in this. <laughs> if that ex <laughs> left you millions in their will. The scenario now, this is the is, only one we talked about, y'all. An ex girlfriend dies and they leave me how much? Millions. millions. Keep put it put a number to it. Anything. Let's be specific. Five. Five million dollars. In a will. Five, comma, zero, 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 comma, zero, 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 period, zero, zero. Mm-hmm. If that ex left me that money, what would I do? Yeah. I am going to take that money and I am going to invest it in my future. And I tell Mikey he is not allowed to take that money. Why? I will fuck you up. Randy. Randy what? What's wrong with the money? It's dirty blood money. <laughs> How is it dirty? <laughs> she did not murder it. anyone. She I just don't left it. Won't it? What if she left it with a note like, you know, this is for all of the pain and suffering I caused you and your wife. Well, we weren't married. Or you I don't know. When she died, she knew that you was my wife at that point. <laughs> don't matter what if she leaves the money any just, other just eggs because any other eggs why because i wouldn't be surprised if she actually found one of my stashes and like took that and turned it <sighs> to something. made some money off of it. i'm serious <laughs> randy what? why i can't take the money because i don't want you to why it's dirty blood but i feel like what I'm if i laundry the shit all right if i take the five million i go to vegas i lose one million i take the rest of the four and turn it into like 10 million and then i give away 5 million are you happy with that can i do that Mm-mm. why because i have said this for the third it is dirty <laughs> blood money baby it's five million dollars <laughs> well baby, we live in my mother's basement it's temporary baby drew over there this on the couch on a pillow pass. with no pillowcase just laid out shit on it that's not it's <laughs> not because we ain't got no money it's because your daughter digestive system works i'm just saying five million dollars that could buy us a nice little maid take care of this space why would I get a maid for you? Start a little publishing company. You Mikey. Know? Make sure that your book's straight. You ain't worried about me. Nigga. I'm saying a lot. You ain't worried I'm thinking about, about how we could take $3 million and invest it in you. You know, I don't even need all of it. I don't even need half, bro. We could take three just for you. 
one for Drew, make sure she's straight, and then one for me so I can like get the house and everything in order. You know, like just no, so we can live. No, sir. <sighs> so now that I'm you know you're not allowed to use it, you just somebody <laughs> else. I'd be like, hey, it's my cousin, my nigga. <laughs> you know my you know cousin. What? I got mad cousins. You it do. was one of them. She probably won them. Yeah. You-, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. Nah, I double checked. She was Panamanian. We good, B. Oh, that does make sense. Next. Mikey. All right. You evil. You have been raising up a brilliant child for six years. The hospital just informed you of a slight mix-up. Huh, slight. The child isn't actually yours. What would you do? Oh, well, the child is mine. You ain't getting this baby back. <laughs> what? After you ain't six years people their damn child back. breastfeeding, exclusively supplementing, raising her upright, and all of a sudden she ain't mine because she's smart? No. It's not she ain't yours because she's smart. It's because she ain't yours because DNA. So? That child ain't yours. So, nature Classic versus nurture. hospital mix-up, baby. Nature you're, versus you're gonna keep nurture. The baby. Yes, I'm going to keep this baby. Both parties are now aware that their children are switched. You're going to keep the baby. Oh, well. Are you going to tell her? No. Maybe I will when she's 18. Why would you? BT dub. Go fuck your daughter up. BT dub. On her 18th birthday. At six years old, you don't understand what you're doing anyway. If she asks me. Walk me through that. How are you going to tell me that you're not my mom? Hey, can I sit with you for a minute? <laughs> yes, mom. What's going on? So, some odd years ago. Some odd? It's a really funny story. <laughs> not some odd years ago. So but I want country. you to know. <laughs> I made the best decision for both of us. Oh, what's what is it, mom? What happened? You may or may not have a new another mommy out there. What do you mean? Is dad cheating? <laughs> no, I mean like the hospital. There was a mix up. Okay. And I decided to uh, ignore it and keep you because you're my baby. So you stole me. <laughs> not stealing. So this entire she's time already I've with been... me. An indentured servant, basically. Mikey, You've been forcing what? me to drink milk from your breast. I've had to clean your home. Mikey, indentured servant. I've had to grow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a slave. Indentured servant. You are. Mikey, you're you have thing. enslaved me. I don't belong here. I want to go home. But she's 18. She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> That's funny. So, sure, baby. You can go home. That's messed up. I ain't giving this baby bag. What you mean? Why not? But I know Drew mine. What if the other kid is like really cool? You can be like, I That's can trade up. I don't nature versus nurture. I don't know that child. But hey. That's funny. This is a Grey's Anatomy episode, but it way. is probably. I saw that one. Did you? No, nah, it was a private practice. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. It was messy. They went a little dark on private practice. It, it was, was, it was very Grey's dark. Anatomy dark, but private practice, you know, because it was private. You know, <laughs> these private schools to be doing whatever the fuck they want. Okay, so you're a terrible person. All right, maybe it's your turn. Um, what if one of y'all watch? This is from a Patreon. What if one of y'all watch the Game of Thrones finale without the other? I wouldn't even be mad how yeah, they show nah, it. Be like, well, <laughs> I don't know what they was doing. What was the other hypothetical you wanted to do? You could do that right here. Um, alternative: watch it without the other and gave spoilers. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah, this episode was this ass. last season was ass. If it, in case anybody is wondering where we at, that's where we at. I don't hate the season like Mikey does. Randy ate, wasted eight years of my life. The books, I love the books. Mm-hmm. Wish George R. R. Martin would have finished them before the show, but he's a first diva. five seasons of the show were great. Season six was good, but then it all went downhill. I don't hate this season, but this last episode, Randy, every episode somebody made me tweeted upset. it was like this: is the most last day as <laughs> last day of school writing. <laughs> They were just trying to get out of here. They tired. All of the memes made this whole season great. Yeah. All of the memes made it great. Hate that two but of those nah, weeks of this be month no were spent off social media because I missed a lot of that. So I'm seeing a lot of it now. But because of how the Game of Thrones finale ended, the series ended, I wouldn't care if you watched it without me. I would be pissed that you didn't tell me. Would you have even believed me if I described it? Oh, hey, by the way, John kills Danny. Like, you don't, John- we don't know if anyone oh, has watched shit. it. <laughs> Oh no! Spoiler alert! Spoiler. <laughs> Yo, at this point, Randy's been a week. So people uh, ain't caught up. All right, it's it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Danny ain't win. Uh, John ain't win. The ending was ass. I mean, Sansa won. No, she she shouldn't have. I like she should have been dead. Sansa yes. should have died multiple times. But she's a start, and the packs arise. That's not true. The pack. What survived. happened to was his face that couldn't run zigzag? 
no, that was stupid. Like I, I was like, please. It's obvious he was never chased as a kid. And Rob was a some good, of y'all was, was never bullied, so and it that's showed, true. And it, it, it his privilege showed. Mikey, <laughs> you said there was another scenario that you were thinking of. Mikey asked me a few months ago, "What would I do if he told me he was gay?" You remember that? Yes. And I told you I would laugh, and I would require <laughs> you to show me who this person is right now, this second, because I must know. I must know. How did that come up? We were watching um nine one one the nine one one operator oh, show. Oh yeah, that show. We started watching it. We haven't finished it. But basically, Angela Bass's husband was like he came out. He came out, but she knew that he was gay, and they had kids and like they had like you know a whole damn life. But yeah, and he was tired. He tired of pretending. He wanted to be who he is. So I asked Randy, like, how would you react? I told him I would laugh. Why would you laugh at me for like sharing an intimate secret? Because with it's you? such a you thing. Like plot twist. <laughs> Word? Yeah. That's what you're waiting for? I'm not waiting for it, but I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. You think I'm gay? No, I'm just saying. Y'all heard that too. Y'all heard that? And yes, exactly how she asked it is the face she was making. And I got confused. Drew no, got confused. Like, she started whining in the back. The thing is, she said she would not, not be surprised. How? There's just not things that shock me. Nothing about me. I'm not saying And what that I you, do what you mean to by? you. You can be gay and have good sex. What's that Joe Budden podcast where he, uh, what is that, um, that story you made me watch? <laughs> What's his name? The story of, like, uh, I don't know, Rico or something. No, you name. know, Mike. I know, I forget the name. And they was dogging him and turned because out. Because of how he, he was acting, but he wasn't gay. It's different. How sweet. Gay men it? are not sexually attracted to women. I believe that's the qualifier oh, for it. Or at least, like, the base level. Like, you know, I am into men. Oh, if but you're bi. That's a different thing. All that's I'm why it's a different letter. I know, babe. I'm just saying there's not many things that, like, sur- I would have been like, oh, okay. I mean, maybe I would Oh, so because of it. your cynicism, your lack of surprise in like, life, <laughs> you would not <laughs> be surprised. Like, oh, okay. Okay. You're funny. What would you do if I told you I- I'm not doing this? So, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> ask the question, if please. I, if the, the world situation needs to was know. reversed. Uh huh. What would you do? What would I do if what? You should probably ask the scenario again because people probably forgot. <laughs> what would you do if I told you? <laughs> uh-huh. Mikey, I hate you. Yo, why are you snorting? I hate you. You can get through it, baby. What Power through. What would you through. do if I told you I was gay, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the better question is, Mikey tell the people how no. you reacted when I told you you was gay. Mikey, <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Oh, my baby. Live your truth. Well, shut up. <laughs> <sighs> I stand with you. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. What's the next scenario? Okay. okay. Your next scenario? Scenario number five. That's you, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What would you do if your greatest hero approached you and made you an offer to make all your biggest dreams come true? But in mm-hmm. order to receive your prize, you had to kill off a family member. Any family member? Of family member choosing? that you loved. Oh. I know it would be easy for you to do the other one. <laughs> So I wanted to make this a little bit harder. So again, that your I biggest love. hero. Let's go with Beyonce. Beyonce and Toni Morrison really approach you. But yes, I get what you're saying. Yes. Yes. And they say, we will do whatever we have to, to make your dreams come true. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But you got to kill somebody that you love. Drew thinks this is funny. What would you do? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it? I wouldn't. Not worth sacrificing a family member for? Not one that I love. Okay. How about you? Let's say that now Toni Morrison and Beyonce face each other and say, if you don't choose, we have to kill one of us. I feel like I got good years out of them. Okay. Okay. They both turn to you now and put a gun to your head. <laughs> wow. And they say, choose die. a family member or you die. What do you do? Well, I'd ask for some, a last phone call. Maybe some ribs. Got gotcha. Last meal. Okay. They allow you to have your, your last meal. You follow, no, no, just follow along. <laughs> they allow you to have your first meal. Gun still to your head. And they say, hey, by the way, now that you've just eaten that last meal, after we kill you, we're going to kill your entire family unless you choose one person. Go. What do you do? Can it now be somebody I don't really love? Fine. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yo, the excitement in Randy's eyes. I'm just saying. Everybody ain't got to die. We can, you don't got to be like the Punisher. Got you. Got you. Who are you killing? I doing this with you what are you on tonight hypothetical questions hypothetically of course i know you wouldn't kill anyone in your family if you were able to i wouldn't i really wouldn't i believe you yeah you're looking at me because you can't relate what you mean you kill somebody not my family nobody (laughs) wait 
No Chapmans. Okay. No nurses. No, I wouldn't kill anybody in my family. Oh. Huh. Well, there you go. You, you evolved. I know. But I, it, it was never my family that was the issue. It was everybody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't really. Yeah, but who? I'm not playing with you. That one? Actually, you know what? No, because that, that'll probably happen on its own. But. Oh, okay. The other one? No, because they're old as dirt. Hmm. Time would just do it itself. Well, yeah, time is time kills all. However, you don't have time. You got a gun. <laughs> you got to go find a person. All right, so you're gonna kill a family member. Yeah. For for all your dreams to come true. If I had to, after all the scenarios. Mm-hmm. But if that, if <laughs> my original answer was no. Why are Beyonce and Toni Morrison so sadistic? Because of you, because you are Mike. <laughs> so last scenario, what you got? What would you do if I up and left? With Drew and Groot, with just a note saying sorry and no other explanation. Hmm. Well, naturally, this just means that you'll be gone for a week. So, shit, I'm going to throw a party. A week? Yeah, and I'm about to chill. Gone forever. If it, if oh, I it didn't specify. It. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, I have a particular set of skills. Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be difficult for me to find you and my child and my dog, whom you can keep. <laughs> Okay, it's fine. I know that he would love to spend the time with you. That's not okay. Um, and if I choose to let you live, then I think that he should have a companion. Drew, however, no. You don't get to leave me in Georgia after this is where we decide that you wanted to stay. We, you? This was yes. a mutual decision, It was right? a mutual decision. So don't however, put that on me. However, we mutually came to it because it was something that you wanted. Because and I agree. Because here, the bulk of both of our families. Exactly. Which is, that's why you don't get to leave. You don't get to just leave now. Now you're okay with being in Turkey <laughs> with my baby. No, no, no. We can all come back. So you wouldn't care about why I had to leave? What the no? We're obviously going to talk about that because I really want to be able to figure out what it is I got to do to, you know, keep something like that from happening. But also, what the? where's the damn disconnect? Because what made you get to that point? Yeah. Like, obviously, you've been lying to me for 10 years. I love and you. I don't know you if you're just walking out and leaving notes. And that's really traumatizing. It is. Because I remember my dad walking out. And I spent the rest of my life receiving notes on my birthday. Why like, you had to go there? I know. It's dark. dark ass. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was triggering. It's okay. But no. I don't, I don't, obviously, I'd be broken. I don't know how to, how to deal with that. Eventually, you're going to reach out to your mama, though. That's how I find you. In case you were wondering. <laughs> I'd be tracking phone calls. I'd be like, just give it a week. She's going to call. Mama, I don't know if I did the right. Okay. What if we find out? No, this is getting too deep. No, what? She's not my mom. This has all been a setup, mm. which is what you thought anyway. Mikey mm. never thought my mom was my mom. No. Because black people are ignorant. At least he is. It's not because black people are ignorant. I'm going to tell the story. Mikey. When right. I first met Randy's mom, mind you, Randy is extremely dark skinned. And it's not just because of y'all skin color. Mike, that's all you point out. It wasn't. Randy didn't look nothing like her damn mother. You didn't look nothing like your mother when I met your mom. I said, who? who? I was like, oh, your aunt is picking y'all up from school. Oh, my God. And she was like, no, that's my mom. And I look at her. I looked and I scanned up and down. <sighs> Very slowly. Human Took beings are palsy. Mikey, Randy shut mom, bad. All right, look. Oh. I was looking at your mama. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, that ain't it. That's not, mm-mm. No, that's not your mom. I was like, oh, shit. This is like one of those stories that I've heard about because I've known people to do this. They lie to you. You're adopted. Mikey. Yeah, he thought I was adopted because he's an idiot. My dad is dark, okay? Right, no, Randy's dad is dark as dark as, as, dark as all hell. He's approached our car at night and I ain't seen Mikey, no, that is not yes, he has. true. In his damn robe. Right, but you can him. tell that it's him. I couldn't tell. You're so stupid. <laughs> Randy's dad black as hell. And that's why I thought my baby was going to be black as hell, but she over here looking yellow. Anyway, mm-hmm. Randy's mom was really light-skinned and didn't look nothing like her. Randy looked like her dad, just with, like, feminine features. That I, I do love. not look like my dad. Okay, Randy. Bree looks more like that side. Randy, y'all all look like your dad. We all have his complexion. Now that Randy's aged, she does look like her mom. The more time I spent around them, I realized, oh, this is, you are not just child, because, because, <laughs> fuck, like, just. You know, my dad said the same thing. You just like your mama. You're exactly like your mama. But I didn't see that before when I was 17. So, like, you know. know. <laughs> anyway. Well, we didn't. If answer. it was a setup, I just, I'd laugh. Then I'd laugh. And I'd be like, that's fine. 
would be fine. No. Bless your heart. I'd find you. <laughs> I'd still find you. Uh, Where there's my will, there's a way. So the, um, what am I saying? The question we didn't answer. What's up? Was what if you cheated? That's what started this episode. Um, what if one of us cheated? So I really can't remember what we said. I just remember how I felt. I remember what you said. Mike, how did said, you feel? I felt scared. No, I'm lying. I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, I you was said like, it made perfect sense. I was a little concerned with Why? your response. Mikey said he would kill the third person I love. Y'all, like, he was like, I killed the third person you love, the person you love third best, something like that. Or he killed my dad, and like, we, it, which would really get to me because we never had a chance to reconcile. To reconcile. And I always wonder, what if? But I said he'd come third. Like, so I said he'd come after your brother. I'm like, Keon? Oh, yeah, he got to go first. But you love Keon. That's going to hit you different. I do. But I also <laughs> loved you. <laughs> and look at where that got me. Y'all, like, it got really dark. I was like, oh, yeah, Keon got to go. I was like, why is it with men it always gets really violent? What you mean? All of y'all reactions are, like, very violent. It would never be violence towards you. You just get it's, to feel it. Yeah, he was like, we still stay together. Nigga, I'm not staying with you after you do all this. Why not? Like the look in your eyes, <laughs> letting me know, know that you really don't understand. Why wouldn't you? Because it's crazy. Well, our love is true. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no. What? All I said was I would slowly eliminate members of your family <laughs> based on the amount that you love them and the impact that it would have on your mental psyche. And he had thought about this, y'all. Like he had a reason for everybody. I'm just like, this is yeah, the reason for everybody and the order. Mind you, I anymore. never thought about this until we started talking about it. <laughs> And then I brought up how I would do it. Because eventually it would have got around to like, what you know, your mom. Do you remember what I said? I feel like I remembered your words. Do you remember what I said? You said that you would cut me up into small pieces and oh, send them yeah. to my mother. Piece <laughs> by piece. <laughs> and my response was, you know what? Honestly, that's real gangster. I and think I would cut him up in this and put him in the smallest Amazon box that I they got. <laughs> you did say the smallest Amazon box. And then I warned Randy. I said, that's a really great idea. But after that, you have to make sure that your family is safe because <sighs> my family will respond. And she, it, it just kind of went back and forth. From it it did. Got it got dark, really dark. Y'all. So the moral of the story is. <laughs> Don't talk about hypothetical situations don't talk about hypothetical situations if you're thinking about cheating have that conversation before you do because i really rather you tell me like hey there's somebody i'm serious no this did lead to a real conversation about i'd rather you just having that conversation with somebody it was like it's like we really actually do appreciate honesty with each other because this could save lives no really (laughs) i really think that we should definitely have these i'd rather you just tell me because you know how i feel about that yeah. So, they're stunning. But you know what? Fuck that. Actually, let's go to the engagement. Please run through these scenarios with your partner <laughs> or your friend or yes. somebody and see how crazy they are. Yes. And let us know if we went too far or didn't go far enough because we actually could have. Could we? Oh, we could have dove a little deeper. We got an hour though, y'all. We got to have six. Our minds. Um, last thing, we were watching the episode of This Is Us. Mm-hmm. And Randall and Beth did this thing where they was like, they play a game called Worst Case Scenario yes. or something like that. Yeah. And they just like start going in on like, what's the worst possible outcome of yes. a situation? And me and Randy are going to start doing that more because it's fun. It is. And it lets you get off your anxiety. Yes. So you can get back it. to paying attention to real life. Um, right. So play Worst Case Scenario. Just one thing. Be like, you oh, know what? what? Oh, Real quick. Okay. Let's play right now. Well, what? Worst Case Scenario for Drew. I don't want to play. No, I don't want to play. I'm not ready. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. It's not. It's real because she's here now. Yeah. We saw the episode when Randy was still pregnant. Oh, that's a good idea. Now she out. I'm like, nah. nah. I can't play worst case scenario. That ain't good. That ain't uh, good. Worst case scenario with our work lives. Um, your coding program turns out to be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> it actually doesn't teach you anything that you need to know. Uh huh. You get an interview and you just, they looking at you like, what have you been doing for 17 weeks? Mm-hmm. And we stay in your mom's basement for the rest of our lives. Till we die. Yeah. Oh, that's worst case scenario. So How we sent Drew to college from here. She goes to GPC slash Georgia oh. State. No. You know, which is fine. Everybody got their story, you know. Okay. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> in case anyone was listening, I said worst case scenario for your career. <laughs> And Randy brought up mine. 
I thought you wait. I thought you had. To, oh no, sorry. Her mind just. Oh shit. Well, damn. Well, my career. Okay, well you do mine. Nah, it's real. You do mine. Worst case scenario for your career. Yes. Worst case. Yes. Worst case is you never sell your book ever, and no one gets to read the work that you did. Yeah. And you die unfulfilled and unhappy with yourself and believing that you aren't as talented as you are and i marry a white woman <laughs> mikey why is that the worst that's age? always worst <laughs> mikey <laughs> that's not white women if you're listening to this we you are also people. great sometimes so, um, oh my god they can be they're capable of it we there's some white women that we love meredith i can't think of another name right Brene now brown amanda She'll never hear Meredith. this. But oh, you said Meredith. I, I did don't say about Meredith. Meredith for Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I was talking about Grey's Anatomy. You said the same name twice, Randy. Our white friends are limited. I was talking about Anatomy, but that's not necessarily our friend. fault. It's not. We just haven't found it's many my people fault, who actually. aren't racist, or who don't have family members who are racist. Except Amanda and Meredith. We know more white people. Do we? Renee Brown. Did I say that? I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't at my wedding. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. We're horrible, horrible, I love bad you. people. <laughs> Please pause. It was just horrible, horrible, bad people. I don't think this was a good idea. No, no, okay, it's fine. Fight or flight. So, do we still play the jingle? Because I like the jingle. We ha- Right. No, I love the jingle. Um, We just, you wanted to put it to music, and we never, like, had the time to find we'll the to music that. in the background. Ebony, if you're listening, that's the only reason we haven't played it. Damn that. All right, Ebony, so until we get that together, everybody, enjoy this jingle. This is our fight or flight jingle, because I want to break it back out. Go. It's time for Randy and Mike's fight or flight. They've held it in all week, but you're going to hear it tonight. Yes, it's fight or flight. All right, my fight or flight this week. It's not really... Uh -uh, You uh -uh. you know how how it is. My fight or flights are usually centered around one of two things. What are they, Randy? Cleaning. Uh Uh-huh. Cleaning. (laughs) Don't bring up cleaning. It won't be about cleaning. What is your fight or flight? So we, as everyone is aware of, are doing this 21 day challenge mm-hmm. where we have to. <laughs> wait, what do you, wait, wait, wait. What? Like, are you about to say what I think you want to say? I don't know. What you think about Go to ahead. Say? Go ahead. What you think of me? What you think Go about ahead. To say? Go ahead. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, this will be funny. That is where I'll go. That wasn't where I was going to go, but I read your mind, and now I know. I was going to talk about how you was playing before day one was supposed to start, and we was kind of like dragging it out, and we wasn't talking about it, but we was both just kind of sitting there like, oh, this got to happen. Nah, damn that. I was thinking about it. Last night, everybody, (laughs) was day two of uh, this lovemaking challenge. And Randy, God bless her soul, Mikey decided <laughs> that she want to break out coconut oil <laughs> and moisturize her thighs. All right? No, listen, I, I took it upon myself, you know, because it's it's just my thing. I, you know, I'm a hungry dude. I get busy in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know how else to, you know, mix that analogy up and say what I'm trying to say. But I do go in. (sighs) I do. And I sop it all up. Mikey. And I lick my plate clean. Mike. Why are you saying Jesus' name right now? Mikey. Now. (laughs) I can't believe that you really doing this. I wasn't going to. I thought that that's where you were going. Now. Randy put all his coconut oil down there. I ain't even gonna start with the fact that I'm allergic to coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna mention the fact that I'm allergic to coconut milk <laughs> and actual coconut coconut. <laughs> it make a nigga throw scratchy <laughs> and has been known to swell eyes. Now, Wait. it did not this night. <laughs> but I noticed that there was a slight taste difference. <laughs> and you know, because I'm a real nigga, I'm gonna wait till it's over. Oh and be like, hey, so couple notes here (laughs) couple notes um one you were amazing let me just always start with that you got to start with the bread first build break build (laughs) right um you're great and everything about you is great however (laughs) i noticed there was a coconut flavor (laughs) and what's up with that Y'all, I have context. Now listen. <laughs> okay, provided. 
You don't know breastfeeding. Randy crying. <laughs> share, share with the class. Breastfeeding sometimes can dry you out. Mm-hmm. And so can birth control sometimes. Got you. And yesterday was a particularly hard day because I didn't have a lick of water, which is my fault. Okay. I was just running around, didn't have any water. I was dehydrated <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, shit, I got to like lubricate real quick. Now, normally this is what I do. We don't nec- we don't usually ever have sex right after I do this though. Uh-huh. And so I thought it, I thought you wouldn't be able to this tell. This ain't normally what you do. This is not Randy what I do. Randy was fresh out the shower. This is not she what I do. Moist. I was like, shit, I need to like... You and we don't have lube. I, you never have a problem. But That's I've never time. breastfed. That's true. Like, this ain't never... And sex back-to-back, even though it was like just been two days, Basically, it's, it's new for us since this baby got here. So you're trying to say that because you ain't drink no water. There was a reason. <laughs> you replenished yourself with coconut oil. Because it's a great natural lubricant. It that is. That normally... It's fine. And normally. But it's never been right after. But I didn't think you would like notice because you weren't acting like you noticed. You was just. I, I would just, never. Randy, we've had sex when I was having an asthma attack. Yeah, y'all. Have we talked about that? <laughs> no, because he we'll almost that. died. <laughs> and I was really upset. Anyway. Go ahead. He waits till we're all done laying down real quick before Drew realizes that there has been joy. Mm-hmm. You know? And he goes, hey. <laughs> i always thought you loved Did the way i bring things to your attention no i really respect you for being very direct always because you could have pussyfooted but you did no because you use coconut oil don't don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh i didn't know that you didn't like it i couldn't tell the way that you were you know i don't like it in its general use for things but you also have to take into account that coconut oil has most recently been used in his household for one thing. And that's what? moisturizing our child's hair. Yes. Oh, it makes you think of baby? I'm Not even. It's just a little It's just a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's the same damn tub. Maybe I'm maybe so, just another one. <laughs> it's not this. I'm not using the same thing. I know. I know. It's just, it's, mm, I'm yeah, sorry. It's fine. No, you have nothing to apologize for. But yeah, that's but my final Today, I drink my water. Okay. I'm about to drink some more. Oh, you look like you moisturized. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't feel like, you know? I don't think that you feel like and I I'm going to do better. I know with this challenge, I have to take care of myself. I have to Absolutely. stay hydrated. Yes, so ma'am. that we can avoid the situation. So I'm going uh-huh, to flee. Uh-huh. And apologize. <laughs> that was funny. That was You're funny. stupid. I love you. <sighs> I win. Close this out, baby. Oh, my God. No, PDA. PDA. What's up? Well, yesterday, really quickly, I think we should start timing this. But yesterday, you, um, so I've been invited to, like, we're going to this, I'm going to this alumni event for my job. The only, I'm going to this alumni event for my job. The only other job I, like, really like, but I age out of it. And so... Had to leave it. Mm-hmm. And they asked some of us to sit on the panel, an alumni panel. And I just wasn't feeling very impressive to sit on the panel. Um, and I was thinking of all these reasons not to go. But, y'all, I'm really working on my shame resilience, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. calling it what it is, noticing my symptoms and, like, choosing courage over comfort. Thank you, Brene Brown. You know, I'm trying to do better. And, um... And so I was telling Mikey, I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do this because, you know, I have to pump and then like the formula and all these things. He's just looking at me like this ain't what's really going on. She was irritating me. I know. Because I made him pause this like movie or whatever. That wasn't why. It's because you was bullshitting. I know. Sorry. The entire time Randy talking, I'm like, what are you trying to say? Because everything you're explaining is stupid. Like Randy was like, I don't know if I'm going to pump enough milk. I'm like, baby, how many hours is it? I don't know. Six. Maybe you're talking like it's about to be 20. (sighs) <sighs> or a week you could pump that in a day i was just i'm just looking at her i'm just waiting for her to get to what she's trying to say yeah and so i realized that i was just nervous about sitting on a panel and not having anything to offer nobody about like life after being a college advisor because mm-hmm. you know where i'm at but you know maybe there's something i could say that's gonna like touch somebody you know i don't know absolutely or maybe it'll just be good for me to get out and be with adults and see my old team again so i really appreciate you for like listening to the bs and like and also being kind when i finally got to like what was really making me nervous and just being affirming and uh and matter of fact you're the best i love you i love you too babe thank you you're welcome we will start timing these yeah just to sorry make sure we're, no it wasn't a long, long oh, okay. or anything. i just wanted to respond to that part oh, okay i think that just makes sense um 
Well, wife. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Drew's just so cute. No, it's okay. I'm holding it's it's Drew related. So it's all right. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um. So you gave me my daughter. I I did. You did. I did these things. And you have been doing the most. You've been the best stay-at-home mom ever. <laughs> you have. You have been trying to find the balance between rest and self-care and your child. And while that tricycle is broken and the only wheel that works is the child. Right. <laughs> um, you still keep trying to fix the other wheels. And I really appreciate the work that you put into it. But um, you've been giving up the reins more and allowing other people to help you in a way that you never would have done before. Because, you know, Randy loves to do things by herself. I do. Um, and it's not that it's not just because you're extremely stubborn, even though that is a factor. It is just because you are really capable and you know that you're really capable. And it hurts you when you feel like you are not doing everything to the best of your capabilities. But you cannot move at 100% if you are broken and only one of your wheels work. Um, But you have been allowing me to tell you off more. (laughs) And that is what I am going to highlight today. Yes, remember telling you to take it. Go lay the fuck down. Move. Move. I'm going to take her right now. You've been letting me do that for you and giving you some time to go rest. And you've been taking advantage of that time. Now, whereas in the past, maybe during the first month or whatever, I don't know, whenever we were able to find time during that time, you'd still be around, you know, but more recently you have been going to sleep and it's not only been beneficial for you, but it's been allowing me the time to bond with our daughter in a way that I wouldn't be able to because I'm not home as often or because, you know, she'd just be on you. Yeah. But, um, I just feel much more confident as like a father and a husband to you, honestly, because I've been given the space in the room to do more for both of y'all. That's actually helping. I am able to get my baby to burp and get my baby to sleep. Yes. Things that you need to happen. Yes, we do. I am able to feed her so that you can rest. I am able to do stuff, even if it is just for like four hours or whatever the case is, so that you can get a break. And I really appreciate you for giving me the space to do that. Welcome. And I hope that you continue to do so. I will. Because I love you. I love you. And I want you to fix your other two wheels. Thank you. And get your self-care down. Because that's important. It is. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Call to action, y'all. So be sure to check out our website. www.blackmillennialmarriage.com That update is happening sometime this summer before the fall. We're really excited about that. We are still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and any of your other favorite podcast platforms except SoundCloud and YouTube. And so because we are available on those platforms, if you're listening to this right now, I need you to be a real nigga and share. Mikey, and if you aren't yet, if you aren't yet a real nigga, that's fine. A member. A member. A family member on uh-huh. our Patreon. And you just oh, don't Patreon, have the coins, Patreon. go back to what Mikey said and comment and share. <laughs> 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 because that still helps us and we still love like that type of stuff. Again, if you're confused about what Patreon is, go to www.patreon.com slash marriage. Dot no, that's it. I don't know why I want to say blackmanmarriage.com all the time. Because something's wrong with you. Something is. <sighs> Sleep deprivation. Again, y'all rate us everywhere you listen, but especially and including iTunes. Only five stars, please. Yes. This is normally where Randy tells you why. Because I like the way you say it. Because my way is different. Yeah. What do I I say? Because we want five stars. We want five stars. And And, um, it helps. Yeah. And also, you know, but if we're not your people, that's okay. Also, we are extremely open to criticism. We are. As long as it is constructive and share that with us in our email. Email at blackmailmirror at gmail. Thank you so much. I don't think we ever say our email, but that's on our I website do. too. Oh, shit. We get, get emails. It is. It's on our email. Yes. It's on, it's our, on our website. <laughs> Check us out on social media platforms. <laughs> on Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. You heard one at the beginning of this episode. We really love when we get this feedback so that we can share. Please be a part of what we have going on. Share some of your stories so other people can hear it. And you can leave us a voicemail at, what's the number, baby? 770-750-4098 again. That is 770-750-4098. Thank you again for listening, y'all. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. I'm about to get some peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it, I dig it, dig it, I dig it. You dig it. I dig it, I dig it, dig it, I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it.
love it. I got no hot blood, but none above it. I focus on what the punk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping Tyler P. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.